Hello friends, this is the Daily Edify with Jeff Lane, a place to get spiritually grounded and into alignment with the flow of love each weekday morning. In each episode, we'll focus on a spiritual practice, a poem, a book, a sacred text, something that can empower us to be more fully alive to the gift that is the day before us. Thank you for listening. Today's episode is about the spiritual practice of transcend and include. Our lives are made up of stages from the day we are born to the day we die, from the day when we're toddlers learning new words and eventually going to school and someday going off from home and and embracing whatever our life is going to be, going to more school, getting a job, moving, staying in the same community. And of course, this happens until the very end of our life as our bodies begin to fail us, as we perhaps embrace retirement, as we become a grandparent, as we lose a loved one, as our life changes suddenly with one 10-second phone call. Life is a series of stages. And as a still youngish parent with an 8, 5, and 2-year-old, Ariane and I often hear uh, from older parents, and we appreciate this reminder, we hear them say, oh, it's just a stage. It's just a stage. And, and of course, they're right. It, it is just a stage. In the moment, it feels overwhelming and exhausting, uh, but it is just a stage. And just when we're getting accustomed to that one, a new one begins and an old season ends. This happens when we're adults. It happens when we're kids. Uh, and yet, our spiritual lives are like that, too. The, the practice of transcend and include invites us to learn from each previous stage and not to just throw out the ones we've outgrown. This is our tendency, of course, to overreact against earlier stages of development or even earlier stages of history instead of to honor them and and make use of them, see them as integral to our growth and to the very people we have become. So, so the invitation with this spiritual practice is to both transcend an earlier stage and include what remains wise and helpful about those previous stages. So to, to move from a sort of duality, like, oh, that was bad, now what I'm doing is good, to, okay, I've, I've transcended what I was previously doing, uh, but what am I going to include? What is still wise? What is still helpful? Um, C.S. Lewis talks about the concept of chronological snobbery. I don't know if you've heard of this. The the idea that we give too much power to the present generation or to our own times, as if our generation is the, the most superior, the wisest, and the final result of, of evolution. Richard Rohr has a, a three-stage model for human development uh, that goes like this, uh, from order to disorder to reorder order to disorder to reorder we all have to grow up with with order with a notion of what's good and bad us and them safe and dangerous friend or foe and then at some point we move into a second stage and of course this happens over and over again this isn't just a one-time linear thing but we get to that second stage of disorder where uh, some transition occurs, some midlife crisis, some recognition. Oh, my parents, the way they handled money, the way they handled their relationship, the way my school taught me, the way my community was made up. That's not the only way. Oh, in that moment, we experience a disorder. 
And then the goal is to get to that stage of reorder where we can reject the dualism of it's either perfect or awful uh, and can acknowledge that there is wisdom in previous stages and to get into a place of, of non-dualism, of oneness, of, of, of unity. Uh, another person, uh, Rob Bell, has a has similar approach to human development that Richard Rohr does. He talks about also a three-stage model. I think his is a little easier to remember. He's, he talks about it going from me to we to everybody. And, and these are all necessary stages. In the, in the first stage, we're each preoccupied with me. We're, we're focused on individual, personal well-being, and that's the focus. Uh, my rights, my freedom, my power, my ambitions. And then in a next stage, we move into we. We become concerned for our group, our tribe, our race, our denomination, our religion, our nation. Social values like duty, responsibility become increasingly important in this second stage. And then Bell's model focuses on a third stage, that eventually we may expand our we to include everybody and everything. And at this third stage, we begin to see how all humans and all living and non-living things are, are related and even interdependent. So those are a couple of models of, of human development, both from Rohr and from Bell. Uh, but I want to get back to the spiritual practice of transcend and include and how it relates to both of these models. I don't know about you, friends, but I grew up in a conservative evangelical church that, that nurtured me in many ways. But as I got a little bit older, went off to college, went off to my first seminary, then went through from that seminary, that's a story I'll tell some other time, um, and ended up at a second seminary from which I did graduate, joined a new denomination, the Presbyterian Church. All these, all these stages I underwent, the theological metamorphosis, the, the, the disorder, uh, the doubting, the questioning, all of that contributed to the person that I've become. The, 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 the imperfect but holy presence, the image of God presence that I'm trying to embody in the world. One approach I could take to viewing the church of my upbringing is to say, oh, well, they're wrongheaded. It's, it's bad. I'm so glad I've left that. No. What I want to embrace is more nuanced, right? More integrated to, to say, okay, I learned so many amazing things from this particular view of the world, from this particular view of the Christian faith. Um, and there are many aspects of that that I carry with me to this day, that I cherish, in fact, so many things. And yet, I also feel I've transcended or, or outgrown, and maybe that sounds judgmental, that's not my intention, uh, s simply move to a different part of the journey. And the part I'm in right now isn't, isn't the final destination either. There's probably things I believe right now or think are important right now or understand about my calling that 10 years from now, 20 years from now, I'll probably see very differently. Maybe I'll listen to this podcast 20 years from now and, and, and wish I'd said something different. We, 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 we can only be in the stage that we're in, right? But we can have a humility about the path that we're on, that we're not, we haven't fully arrived. We're all on the road.
we're all seeking to grow. And if we can maintain this posture, this spiritual practice of transcend and include, we can end up in a more integrated place, in a more holy place. I actually just thought of a line from the Gospels. The end of Matthew 13, Jesus has this teaching <clears throat> where he tells, uh, I don't know if he's telling the scribes or the crowds, but but he tells them, um, someone who's a follower of Jesus, who's, who's living out the values of the kingdom of God, is like the master of a household who who brings out the treasure, what is both new and what is old. Jesus is acknowledging here that uh, it's not just what is new, and it's not just what is old. Uh, it's not just the current stage, and it's not just the previous stage. We, we, as people who are seeking to embody the kingdom of God, we can draw on that which is new and that which is old. We can transcend and include. Friends, I hope that spiritual practice is helpful to you. I'm very much still practicing it and will be my entire life. I hope it's useful to you as it's been useful to me. Friends, you are loved and never alone. If today's podcast has blessed you, provided a tinge of clarity or some nourishment for your spiritual journey, please share it with a friend so that we can create a more inclusive community. Or do you have any feedback for me, any show ideas, something that was particularly helpful or something that could have been better? please send me an email at thedailyedified at gmail.com. That's in the show notes as well. I'd love to hear from you. Also, please consider rating and reviewing The Daily Edify wherever you get your podcasts. Friends, you are loved and never alone.